Welcome to this episode of our new AWS podcast series, Innovation Ambassadors. I'm Sarah Armstrong, and as Senior Manager for Worldwide Prototyping at AWS, I'll act as your ambassador to some of the most interesting engagements with our AWS prototyping teams. Today on Innovation Ambassadors, we're exploring the journey of One2, an exciting new Australian startup that's innovating with bringing rich, technology solutions to home loan customers. And I'd like to welcome to the studio our special guest, Ash Crick, CTO of One2. Welcome, Ash. Thanks, Sarah. And also joining us is Senior Prototyping Engineer Martin Payne from our ANZ Prototyping Team. Martin, always good to hear from you. Hi, Sarah. Thank you. Ash, the process of purchasing a home is a large commitment for many of us will be the biggest investment that we make in our lifetimes, won't it? And that process of understanding all the intricacies of the home loan experience, all the terms and conditions that apply to that home loan process can be quite intimidating, can it? Can you talk us through your vision for creating a, a better experience for your customers? Yes. Well, we see the, the home loan experience as being, um, as you say, incredibly daunting. So the one thing which we feel as though we could offer to customers is something which makes them feel empowered, makes them feel informed and connected with somebody who's helping guide them through the process. So our, yeah, our, our hypothesis is that people want a more human experience, which is which is interesting given the, the world that we're in at the moment and everyone's uh, going through periods of being isolated in their homes. But that connection with a human when you're making such a big decision we feel is extremely important. We have a whole bunch of opportunities with video being the way it is now. People are used to video calls, particularly in, in a COVID world. And the, it, it lends itself an opportunity for us to actually help make this experience so much easier for customers. One thing we know is that a face-to-face -face experience in mortgages actually leads to better outcomes. Um, so what we wanted to try and do is in a digital world, bring that face-to-face -face experience to customers. Fantastic. Can you tell us how you came to work with AWS and experimenting with different ways of exploring how to make this experience better for consumers? Yeah, well, I've been a long-time user of the AWS ecosystem back from when S3 was the first product on the, uh, on the, on the AWS service offering. Um, which is a fair while ago, and it's probably showing my age. Um, and I've been using it consistently and, and continuing to grow in the usage of it to the point where, um, you know, as a CTO, one of the, the things that you you try and do as much as possible is, is avoid all lock-ins. Um, and the one exception, which I've pretty much evolved over, over my career through different companies is, uh, is AWS in that respect, um, in that we... We look to make sure that we're as flexible as possible. You never know what's on the horizon. You never know what we need to build. Let's make sure we keep all our options open. But when it comes to services, um, I've sort of evolved into uh, an area where AWS be becomes the, the one and only place where I typically have solutions built out of. So we so be becoming quite uh, familiar with AWS, I actually received a call out of the blue and was asked if we would be interested in having the AWS prototyping team work with us on a project which is core to our business. So we had this hypothesis for a little while that a better customer experience is something which we would love to actually 
uh, invest in because we think that the people are looking for something that that uh, that really improves uh, their their ability to get mortgages. When this opportunity came along, we took it very quickly and applied it to trying to work out what that customer experience would look like. So that's really where your team came in, Martin, isn't it? Yeah. The prototyping teams are really looking to work with customers who have these innovative mindset and and uh, would like to work with us to experiment and and find a, a path forward for what they're trying to achieve for their customers. Yeah, that's right. Obviously, one to they have a pretty innovative idea to begin with, and their team clearly is on the leading edge of innovative product design. So that presented an interesting challenge for us. Like, how do we, where do we innovate there? That's tricky. Um, but I think while the one two team had these great ideas for delivering a platform and an experience, and and how the video and audio elements would wire up, um, we. Obviously, we have the experience with the AWS services, so we were able to uh, focus on wiring up um, the end-to-end bits and and the controlling components in in the cloud to coordinate the calls in a way that um, complemented the innovative delivery that the Ash and the team wanted. So yeah, it was it was cool. So Ash, talk us through if we were a you know I'm looking to do a home loan. What's my experience look like? in interacting with one, two? Well, imagine a TV show and the only audience is you and it's about you. So that is you come into this experience and you give across your uh, property address and we call up the property pictures and that is now, that now becomes the backdrop to the conversation. Um, we, you get all the data on your property as we go through that conversation. Um, we get this visual reinforcement capability too. That is that if we're talking about uh, someone, you're giving us your name as a customer and you can see how we're spelling that name come up on the screen as part of the conversation. So you get mm-hmm. that visual reinforcement. You've got that ability to, to, to feel confident that the information that you're giving is the information which is actually being put into the system. And it gives you the ability to, to correct anything as you go through that process. I love that idea. Yeah. yeah. I, I, you know, I think we all have that experience of hearing people uh, type away and, and just wondering and hoping that they got the captured the right information and just having that visual uh, connection and immediate feedback with the person that you're working through probably creates a lot of trust. Absolutely. I mean, it, it, what we're trying to do is deliver that face-to-face type of experience, but through the the digital medium that is, you know, a video call or, or you know, a video call on steroids is probably a better way of looking at it. So we, we want to bring the best of that face-to-face experience when you're talking about a particular piece of information or when you're looking at a document, you're both looking at the same document. When you're pointing to something on on, a, on the document page, you can circle that and, and everyone can be looking at the same place so that you don't have to worry about are they getting it right? You can see that they are getting it right. And if they're not, you can do something about it. Fantastic. Martin, what were the challenges that you had? What was the approach that we took in terms of the technology solution that we were able to bring into this? I think there were a couple, actually. The first one is that with prototyping, we don't have time. We are time constrained and we don't have time to um, be super prescriptive in our planning up front because that burns um, burns time that would other be, otherwise be used for, for building 
So we have an approach where we outline, uh, uh, ca- try and capture the business problem we're trying to solve for the customer and then we reflect that back to the customer and then we kick off um, if, if we've captured it accurately. So we start with some fairly open-ended um, non, non-implementation-focused goals. And that, that means we don't know initially exactly how we're going to do everything and that that's a sure. little bit scary but it, it gives you um uh it allows for creativity right we're all about showing the art of the possible um so you start with this open-ended thing and initially um how we connect because we're terminating two separate uh, video calls right we've got the agent call and the, and the customer call and they're all terminated in the cloud um and coordinated through a broadcast studio in the cloud, a bit like a switchboard for video. Uh, and that, how the technical wire up of that cloud component was going to work, I had, because I have some experience in video, I had a rough idea, but <laughs> how exactly it would work, it wasn't clear at the start. And that was a challenge, but it did. And that's the beauty of prototyping, right, Martin? Mm. I mean, this is what we're doing, is experimenting. And Ash, it sounds like your team was really set up to do that type of experimentation and to have that kind of mindset that we don't necessarily know what the implementation details are going to be. And we're going to get in there and experiment together and and try different things. That's right. I mean, you you have to go through the process. If you want the best outcome, you need to treat it like it's just a, a whole set of iterative loops and each loop gets you to a, a new step, let's say. Um, to use an analogy, you know, a step which you're taking up on the ladder and from each step you can see a new horizon. So by trying to predict where it could be, you know, the, the typical long feedback loops, let's let's do a two-week sprint for instance, and uh, and and this is what we're going to do in that two-week sprint. Well, you're, you're constraining your ability to deliver the best things and you're constraining your ability to see new things which you can then go down that rabbit hole because some rabbit holes are worth going down. Now, you obviously have to make sure that you're not going too far down them and you need to know when something has, has not worked. But by having that mindset where you are just looking at the, the the very next little thing that you could possibly do and then that can inform the next one, you'll end up at a, uh, at a pretty powerful place in a very short period of time. Take us through what that approach was, the overall architecture uh, and some of the choices that we had to make, uh, Martin, you mentioned um, the fact that we had both the agents and the customers, and we're bringing them both together. Can you talk about the architecture that you built to make that happen? Yeah, sure. So obviously to coordinate the calls, there's there's a, an EC2 instance running um, OBS, which is Open Broadcast System, in the cloud, in, 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 a, in the AWS cloud. Um, and so on the one side, the, there's the agent uh, connection, which is presented via a, a secure agent portal. Um, and then the agent video and audio is uh, sent via a WebRTC session to the cloud. And that's running over uh, Kinesis video streams. And then on the, the customer side, we built a, um, a customer reference platform because ultimately one two wants to deliver the, the video experience to the customer in their preferred uh, video platform, whether that's, mm. um, yep. you know, Teams or whatever. But we, we chose Chime SDK to build a reference platform because it's an excellent um, video chat 
toolkit and we've used it before and allows us to build a, a UX experience that can be experimented with and iterated quickly. And then, um, then I wrote a, um, designed a, a component that would run on the EC2 instance, which was essentially um, a, a coordination process which would control OBS. It would um, originate the, call, the customer and the agent calls. Um, it was uh, exposed via an, via an app sync uh, API and it would integrate with things like um, transcribe streaming. Um, it would archive the, the, the calls, uh, do a bunch of other things as well. So Ash, in the fullness of time, you want to be able to support the customer's choice of video conferencing platforms. But was it important to you here in getting that end-to-end reference pattern uh, supported and, and validated? It, was that really one of the key things that you were going after in this engagement? Yeah. So w- this is about finding the art of the possible. And so we didn't need to be able to do everything in order to know that it can be done. So by choosing Chime as an example, as our first reference or reference point for this, what the AWS prototyping team were doing is actually um, discovering the pattern and that is sufficient. So even if it is not the, the code base that we end up working with for that particular part, it is showing how it can be done and mm-hmm. then how using that pattern, we can now um, roll that out to the other platforms as well. So whether it be Skype or Teams or, or Zoom or any of those other things, sure. we can actually look at that that first pattern, which has been, uh, so the hard work or the heavy lifting has been done. And now we can use that as a new reference point to be able to build on the others. Now, each of those are going to have their own quirks. That's fine. But sure. the pattern itself has been demonstrated as we go through this through the project. And there are a number of other parts of the project too, where um, it's, a, it's about demonstrating that pattern, like the signaling, making the, the connection with the call in the first place. Well, mm. we can do that now, even though it's only been done for one particular purpose in the first instance, we can now use the learnings that came with that. And that's where I see the true value here is the, is the learnings, even if everything that we do um, is thrown away and it's not in this particular case, but even if everything um, was thrown away, the one thing that you do not lose is the learnings that come with it because it gives you the ability to have a new foundation on which you can build the future from. And so we saw the value being in that part and I think that's really important in the innovative process. Yeah, and that co-development that we do with our customers in prototyping really is foundational um, and, and I appreciate you saying that, Ash, that that learning is is invaluable it's it'll stay with us longer than the code sometimes right absolutely and it sparks new ideas it allows Mm. you to see different things i mean in our particular case the the technology which is produced and our ability to do those particular things is now helping to inform the script and and the way which we communicate with customers and, and the order in which we do that and the things which are available in order for us to bring a new customer experience um so it, it it has a huge influence over over where you can take everything else because everything is interconnected yeah that idea of being able to also and we talk about the iterative process of development a lot but there's an iterative process in how we interact with customers in a customer service setting right and and really honing in on that and now you actually have data and uh probably sentiment etc that you can use to actually inform and and improve that aspect of the experience for your customers. Yeah, absolutely. And and those types of things can inform, you know, acceleration tools that make the job of a customer service agent 
primarily focused on engaging with the customer. So if we can make their life as easy as possible, have the information which they need on the screen when they need it, have, um, you know, let's just say the sentiment of a call is is going the wrong direction, you know, have our central control room with, uh, with a supervisor, having that called out to them to go and potentially look at that particular conversation, see if they can help with that particular scenario as well and start to make it easier for the customer service agent to do their job exceptionally well. Maybe it's even suggested that the, the the supervisor actually comes in on that call and bring them in on the call sure. so the customer can see them with the customer service agent in the context of their um, circumstances and be able to communicate to the greatest degree possible to the customer. And that's what it's about, right? Creating that those experiences for customers that make this process if not stress-free, because we all understand that it's yes. still stressful to, um, you know, to embark on this kind of uh, investment, but to to provide as much transparency and as much information so that they can make that informed decision. And I love this like Absolutely. idea of of this feedback, not only um, you know the iterative process of development, but then the feedback between the customer service learnings and the technology. Because ultimately, the technology is is the the means to the end of serving your customers, right? That's right. Te- technology at the end is is an enabler. It's amazing, but it's a, it's an enabler of of the service which you uh, provide to customers. So, um, yeah, going through this process has given us a, a whole um, fresh set of ideas of where we can actually take it to give that customer a, a low anxiety, high value, highly personalized, and on top of that, entertaining experience mm. that engages them and holds them through this, um, this daunting process. Awesome. Well, where are we now, Ash? So you, you mentioned that this was about a six-week engagement. You worked with Martin's team. You got that end-to-end system built out and validated. Where, where are you now? So what we've done, that was essentially the project built a self-contained communication platform, which allows for us to deliver messages in a different way to the customer. What we are now doing is integrating that with our system. So the transcription, for instance, in the call, being able to be directed into the questions which we're asking the customer in our backend system to be able to have that transcription there as a supporting thing um, on top of the, the customer answering the question, have that, that text go straight into those particular areas. Um, being able to get the right information from our system and present it in front of the customer service agent so they don't have to think about anything ideally other than actually engaging with the customer um, looking at them um, uh, yeah looking at the, the customer in the eye making the customer feel as though that they're connected in this conversation something which is you know intimately human mm-hmm. um, and something which we all all crave particularly in the in the current world the way it is absolutely so being able to focus on the customer means giving as much information as possible, the, the right information at the right time to the customer service agent so they can help the customer through at that moment with that information um, to, to the best of their ability. That's, that's, that's one big area. The other area which we're focusing a lot of attention on too and something which this type of medium provides for is we're producing a lot of pre-recorded content Mm. because one thing which which i've always found fascinating about call centers is that we expect the call center agent to get the 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 message conveyed perfectly every time we Mm -hmm. don't necessarily expect that but that's something which which would be great as a company to be able to deliver a hundred percent 
perfect um, delivery of a particular message to every customer at all times. Well, we do have an opportunity to do something like that if we have a great pre-recorded content library. So being able to draw from that library to be able to present the right information at the right time. So if we're talking about how do interest rates work or what's a fixed loan versus a, a variable loan that we actually have content that we can present to the customer, pre-recorded content, which we've we've made sure is delivered correctly um, in the recording, and make sure that we we have the ability for the customer service agent to say, "Well, hang on, we've got a a twenty-second video here which we'd love to play to you, which actually talks through this particular concept, um, and uh, it, it will help you understand, so you can make a better decision." Here it is, mm. and then that plays the content. Come back the other side. And ask if they've understood what was there, if they have any questions, and then move on to the next big question, which they may need to answer as part of this process. Right, and then that gives them you the opportunity to to layer in that visual, those visuals. You you mentioned earlier that you thought a picture tells a thousand words, right? Um, And so, picture does tell a thousand words, and the power of TV has Mm -hmm. been has been shown over the last few decades, and. And it's been refined over that period of time too. And so much information can be conveyed in a very short space of time. So we're using the best of what TV uh, information delivery is combined with the technology which we have in order to deliver the best experience to the customers that we possibly can. Martin, what was your biggest takeaway um, from this engagement? What did you learn that was different uh, or unique in, in working with Ash and his team? Yeah, I think we learn something from every uh, every prototype, and mm-hmm. I think that's one of the one of the reasons we enjoyed doing them, and it's why we why we've got the team. But in this case, I think two things. I, th- I think that that the rapid experimentation approach really really has benefits. It's not just a, a hypothetically good idea. It's it works, and it it really achieves results that you can innovate with quickly. The, the other thing, so it was a nice little um, confirmation of it, of it being the right way to do these rapid prototypes. The other thing is um, that the the one, two team, the way they do their really um, relaxed kind of end of week showcases of what they've achieved uh, for the week was really, it was relaxed, but it was they were really good at um, telling a story through the visual media, like through the screen shares and stuff of what they of the work they'd done. Instead of it just being um, death by uh, death by bullet point and PowerPoint, it was it was it was show rather than tell. Ash, you've trained them well, huh? Yeah, <laughs> you got Ash's yeah. storytelling <laughs> capabilities in there for the whole team. We we all know that it's better to show rather than yeah, tell, absolutely. right? But um, but it was a good reminder of, especially engineers um, like myself, we we could get trapped into um, explaining what we've done rather than just showing what we've done, and 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 for a group audience, it's almost always better to to start with the show and then follow up with the 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 tell mm-hmm. if if necessary. Yeah, absolutely. Trying, trying to uh, just so that yeah, on our showcases, that's that's one thing which we um, uh, we've sort of honed, particularly this year, is just doing these weekly showcases. And by the way, these weekly showcases are things which are presented to every person in the company, as well as our board of directors, as well as our um, you know near um, friends, uh, um, 
you know, venture partners mm-hmm. as well to, um, so we, and we expose the cutting edge of where we are now. It's not something which is necessarily refined, but always it's presenting the story in the context in which something sits. So it's not just a, as a, a showcase of features. It is actually, um, we use the features as a tool to reinforce the story. Yeah, to ultimately get where you where you want to go, and and to bring the rest of your teams around uh, along on that journey. Absolutely, yes, because te- technology can be bamboozling sometimes, uh, even for technology people. So being able to tell that story is is the way to connect it. Absolutely. Well, thank you, Ash, for being here to bring us along on your journey with AWS prototyping. Thank you very much, Sarah. I've really enjoyed it. It's been fun, Martin. As always, thank you. It was great to catch up. Thanks, Sarah. All right. Take care. I'd like to thank our listeners for coming on today's journey with us. Innovation Ambassadors is a production of the AWS Media Series. Look for future episodes of our vodcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or your favorite streaming platform. If you have ideas for future episodes or comments on this one, send us a tweet at hashtag AWS Innovation Ambassadors and share your thoughts. Thank you.